Hey friends, it's the Johnster Monster with another episode, uh, episode 6 exact, to be precise, and we're going to review Black Panther 2005, issue 16. So come along with me, please. Burr, 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 burr. So we're still on the countdown to the wedding of the century. This comic is rated T+. Plus. We're in a tree on the cover with Black Panther crawling downward to Storm, who is looking off to stage right. And... Oh, no, Black Panther is too. I wonder what they're staring at. I'm not sure. So, previously on... Every kingdom must have its queen, and T'Challa's mother has decided it's time for him to marry. He proposed to the X-Men leader, Storm, and she accepted. Now it's time to announce this happy couple's news to the world. Not everyone takes it so well, though. And this came out in July 2006. So the issue opens up in Wakanda at a a male um, barbershop, and they're gossiping. Or, yeah, men gossip, right? I mean, we all know that to be true. And someone's bringing up the point about why T'Challa's not marrying a Wakanda woman. You know, is their women not as beautiful enough for him? And then someone else is quick to be like, are you saying Storm isn't beautiful? And then they stammer and they're like, yeah. And you're like, what about the message to the children? Where it's like, uh, what's the message that once you're king, you marry, you can propose to whoever you want? Like, hopefully that's already the rule. Then we get to a salon. Everyone's just happy about um, the engagement. Someone's questioning if they're going to produce heirs and if the mutants, uh, like if their genes match enough to do that. Which makes me wonder if my wife and our genes were a good match or not as it took us five years to make our son. And and then no, and when he's our one and only... Which sometimes worries me quite a bit if you don't have like a backup kid. But maybe people with two children don't ever think about the other one being a backup or a spare if you're one of our British listeners. Um, in a ways. Then we cut to a science lab and uh, two scientists are talking about um, if their genetics are compatible or not uh, for offspring. And when the male scientist wants to know if Storm will submit DNA testing before the ceremony occurs, and the female scientist is like, well, you can talk to the king and insist that this test is performed. He'd rather she do it, which is gross. Uh, We cut to some children, or no, children. Ugh, as a 40-year-old, I just think anyone in their 20s is like, okay. But anyways, the... Teenagers of Wakanda are just super excited about it. They're wondering if they've even gone on a date, low, or they're just jumping right into marriage, which is understandable. We get to Avengers Tower and our title page, Bride of the Panther, Part 3. Uh, our writers, Reginald Hudlin, Pencil Scott Eaton, Inks Klaus Jansen, who I always think of as uh, John Romita Jr.'s inker, uh, Dean White on colors, VC Randy Gentile for letters, covers by Oliver Cop- Coppell, which, I don't know, do I have that cover? 
Okay, I got Oliver Townsend and White as cover artists. So, yeah, I'm just used to Oliver having a little more rounder style. Like for like the House of X is what I'm thinking of. Uh, let's see here. White's on colors. And who was the implying Townsend? That might be um, Oliver's, uh, calling him Oliver like we're best friends. But Koi Pell? Perhaps. Uh, Vasorcy editor is Corey Selmeyer. Editor is Alex Alonzo. Chief is Joe Casada. And publisher, Dan Buckley. And the Avengers Tower, we're back. Um, Peter Parker's trying to pull Mary Jane into the conversation, which I'm sure by now she's like, all right, Peter, I get it. We live at the Avengers Tower. This is during his Iron Spider phase. Um... And so I guess we'll, um, Black Panther and Storm has sent uh, little holographic messages to everyone. And so they're being invited to the wedding. Storm says they want all their dearest friends and family to attend. Um, as long, along with Spider-Man Mary Jane is Spider-Woman, Captain America, Iron Man, and Luke Cage. Luke Cage, for whatever reason, wearing an official Avengers shirt. Everyone else is in their costumes. Mary Jane's in a classic black shirt, red pants, it looks like. Well, until the second panel where it's green pants, so who knows. But her outfit does... Oh, no, no, I guess that's that classic face of tiger. You hit the jackpot where... I want to say she's wearing black shirt, red pants there, too. I know when she went to um, Fortnite, they gave her pretty much that outfit, but um, a black shirt with a Spider-Man symbol on it where I was like, really? Or the mass symbol, I, sus- I should say. Uh, Captain America's like, what is great? What a fantastic couple. And Luke Cage, like, all grinning. He's like, you know what that means? And Iron Man's like, wow, another one bites the dust. No offense, Peter. Mary Jane, as he takes off his, his faceplate, I guess, to, like, wink or nod at them. Which I should have read that first. And then Luke says, you know, bachelor party. Oh, yeah, it's on. Which is like, all right, man. That's what you're excited about. And then we get to the page that I bought the comic for. Westchester, New York. Um, And Nightcrawler's there on a couch, it looks like. Or sitting on the top of a couch. I mean, God, I can't believe it. Oof, my German impression is horrible. And Wolverine's like, I saw them together. Believe me, neither of us had a real shot, elf. And then Cyclops is like, so one of our best team leaders is gone. That's it? And MJ's just sick of this. He's like, I can't believe you people. One of our best friends is getting married and not a single one of you is happy for her. Mary Jane looking a little... or ugh, Mary Jane, I'm the worst. Kitty Pryde looking a little older here. Like, not like the 25-year-old one would think, but more like a 35-year-old. And not in, like, the good ways a 35-year-old looks, but, like, just someone just aged. Like, she's had a hard life, which she has. And then the X-Men... Oh, I should say Emma's in the room, too. But she's just just there to... Hey, what is this? It's like the Astonishing X-Men team, but instead of Beast, we got Nightcrawler, which, you know, if I had my way, 
we would have had Nightcrawler in the Astonishing Team. That would have been amazing. Um, so she says her line, Scott's correct to be like, now, Kitty, you know that's not how I feel. And Wolverine's like, hey, I gave her my blessing for what it's worth. And Kurt's like, of course, I'm happy for her. I just hate to lose a friend. Ugh. Why do I even do? Was that an accent attempt? I don't know. Emma just throws her hands up like, we're self-assured mutants, Kitty. What do you expect? I'm, I don't know. I haven't posted a whole page yet on my Twitter account, but I took a picture. So um, I'm going to post that while this is uploading. Superman Turns is coming to theaters on June 30th. And Brandon Ralph's Superman is featured in the Got Milk ad. Super. That's how milk makes you feel. The calcium helps bones grow strong. So even if you're not from Krypton, you can have bones of steel. We cut to the Baxter building in the Fantastic Four. Ben wearing shorts, which I prefer my Ben in pants and boots, but can't win them all. And Johnny's saying, Panther and Storm getting hitched. That's the hottest couple since, like, ever. Present company excluded, of course. And Sue and is, like, um, locked in arms with uh, Reed. And Reed's like, no disagreement here, Johnny. Talk about the perfect couple. And, Storm, <laughs> and Susan's like, mm-hmm. And then things wondering about the dress code. Do they wear their play clothes or do they got to get... Does he have to squeeze into a tux? And Johnny's saying, well, it's a superhero wedding. Isn't everyone going to wear uniforms? And Reed's like, I don't know. What do you think, Sue? And Sue's just distracted, like, hmm? Is that dress code? Oh, I don't know. The Panther's garb is ceremonial, so I bet he'd be wearing that place. He looks so cute in it. But Storm has the best wardrobe of costumes this side of the Wasp, so I'm sure she'll be in something cutting. I'll give her a call and check. That lucky, lucky girl. Where it's like, all right, Sue. Like, good for you. Uh, the South Side of France. Um, Princess Zada, who I guess is a Black Panther villain. She's very upset and she's going to go invade Wakanda and uh, wedding crash. Ugh. And then crash the wedding. I was going to literally say wedding crash the wedding. Like, come on, everyone. Come on. Anyways, her butler's like, you can't go. You're wanted in... You're wanted by the law in 15 countries. And she's like, don't bore me with the details. Let's get it ready. Then we get to the shield helicarrier, which I guess is shield at this time. Because um, later on, well, we'll get there. Uh, Duggan, uh, Dum Dum Duggan, is wondering about the security detail of Wakant the ceremony. Is world leaders will be there, superheroes will be there, most likely supervillains. Um, not only on the groom's side, but the bride's side as well. You know, Duggan's like, it's the biggest security headache in the history of the planet. Which is fun to at least address, like, yeah, wet superhero weddings almost always end in disaster. So, it's cute to see, like, yeah, like, she at least attempts to be like, we're going to try to calm people down. And one of the, I was going to say goons, but... You know, he's a shield agent. He's just wondering about how, yeah, even... Right, for an example, Prince Neighbor and Reed Richards would be at the same event. Whereas Duggan's saying Fidel Castro and the President of the United States coming to the same event. Like, 
you know, it's a lot of conflicting personalities. And then they bring in uh, Duggan. Oh, no. He's dead. Oh, Dum Dum Duggan's a colonel now. That's nice. Uh, And they bring in Everett Ross, who I know from the Christopher Price run. Price. Priest run, excuse me. Probably my favorite Black Panther writer. And then Hudlin would be second. But that's, you know, virtue of the few Black Panther comics I've read. But still a pretty great top two list. Um, So Everett Ross is there as the uh, expert of Wakanda Affairs. And then we cut to the Bronx, New York. And Black Panther and Storm have located um, Isaiah Bradley. Is it Bradley? You know, the uh, who was from the Truth miniseries, who was experimented on for the winter, the, ugh, not winter, the Super Soldier Serum. And so his wife's wondering um, if they can go, because they usually they try to stay away from them. Limelight is the American government's pretty much have tried to keep them silent for so long. But since it's a royal invitation, they feel like they really got to go. And the wife's going to ask about, um, to call Captain America to see if it is okay to do. Then we cut back to Wakanda, and their security forces are discussing pretty much everything the show people are doing. But they're building a hotel for everyone, which is cute. But not cute is them, um, how do they phrase it? Speaking of security, any information on what our greatest risk? No, no, I'm sorry. I jumped ahead. Um, but anyways, they're going to put, uh, oh, here we go. They're going to put enough monitoring devices built into the structure to make sure we know of any trouble before it starts. Uh, that many superpowered beings in one place always ends in a brawl. And then this Jerk is saying, uh, you know, about their greatest risk. And the other one says, oh, she checks out. No known associates with fractions that might threaten Wakanda. Like, Storm's not a great risk. She's her greatest asset. Recognize. But then, but they're talking about how hostile Americans are against mutant, the mutant population. So, you know, maybe mutants are not the problem, but the people who hate and fear them, perhaps... One of them asks about her commitment level. The other one says her last major romance was several years ago to a mutant named Forge, but that seems to be a closed chapter. And everyone questions about the matters of the heart, so who knows? Speaking of which, we go to Washington, D.C., where we catch up with... Um, does she get name check? I feel like she does. Dur, 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 dur. Oh, I'm sorry. Monica Lynn... There's a big, lit, sewed-out sign with her name above it, and I just refuse to read her name. She's crying on stage as she's performing a concert. And so the backstage agent and someone else is like, what's going on with her? It's like, oh, her ex-boyfriend just got engaged. Like, the African dude? Superhero? Like, the Black Panther. Like, what a weird way to, like, describe the Black Panther. <laughs> and the agent's like, but didn't she dump him? Oof. I just assume the male's the agent and the lady, I don't know. But that's wrong of me. It's just say the male and the female. Man, what a jerk I am. And so, um, so I apologize about that. 
wrong of me to make such silly assumptions. I do that at Fortnite too, where I'm like, oh, that guy. Where I'm like, no, no, don't assign genders to strangers. Like, say that person. <laughs> Anyways, so, you know, I'm working on it. And so she, um, the gentleman's saying, so she's upset that the multi-zillionaire Avenger was able to find her woman attracted to him. And then she mentions, oh, he's marrying Storm. And everyone's like, ooh, the X-Men? Woo-hoo, he's my hero. Where it's like, calm down, buddy. And then we uh, jump to Dallas, Texas, which can only mean one person, Forge. Who, I guess it's this, I guess if you read his name three pages ago, you would be like, who is this Forge? And so he's talking to his uh, machines, and he's just narrating to them, who clearly must hear this conversation once a day. But he's like, people think my mutant power is to build machinery. But it's really the ability to see communications, connections that most people, if their name isn't Reed Richards, don't see. It's calming, like a crossword puzzle or solitaire for other people. Which I'm legit downloaded a free solitaire app and... And I don't don't win every match, but I suspect you're not supposed to win every match of solitaire, but... It is a pretty relaxing, calming game. And so he continues, right, writer... Or that, too. Oh, yeah, because one of the robots goes, you know, robot beeps and boops. And um, and hashtags. And at symbols. I don't understand why my ability is limited to technology. I seem to miss human connections entirely. As I beep, boop, hashtags, dollar signs. Don't rub it in. I know, you know I've never saw this Black Panther thing coming. Now I'm jealous that a woman I push away has found someone else. Like, yeah, you lost all rights to be jealous. I hope this works out better for Aurora than our emotional train wreck. She deserves nothing but the best. And it's like, seriously, does Storm not have that deep of a catalog? But I guess not. I mean, she flirts with, like, Kurt and Logan and Black Panther and Forge. Like, I can't think of any other major significant others. Yokio, perhaps? And then we cut to the United Nations. And my cousin and his fiance are coming. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, so Black Panther's um, cousin is clearly someone who works in the United Nations. And he wants to prepare a reception. I'm trying to see here. Is, are they name checked? Oh, yeah. Ambassador to Sean. Well, that makes sense. United Nations, Wakandan ambassador. What about such percept? Oh, 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 because I guess he's uh, he's excited. And then we see a flashback to a woman kissing him and like a green glow. And I can only assume this is a Shadow King switching bodies and now he's taking over T'Challa's cousin. And he says, I cannot wait to give them my personal congratulations on the blessed event. With this union, the future of Wakanda is secure. Two-page ad for Civic, Revolution in Evolution. The all-new Civic from Honda, it'll reverse your thinking. Which I have to say, once again, has anyone ever opened up a comic book, was enjoying the story, got to a car ad, and was like, you know what? Yeah, Honda Civic from this guy, this person, I'm going to go out and buy me one. And then I brought the comic to the car dealership and like, I want this car. 
They're like, well, here's the keys to your new car, Honda Civic. Anyways, I suspect no one has. I mean, I feel like I've barely bought candy I've seen in a ad. And if I saw a video game, I clearly was committed to the video game before the ad. I'm just saying, ads and comics, a little, an odd marriage those are. But speaking of marriage, somewhere over the Atlantic, Black Panther and Storm are um, flying along. And Storm's saying this isn't really necessary, T'Challa. And he says, nonsense, you've reconnected with your mother's family, and now we will find your father's. And there's an asterisk saying, see Uncanny X-Men Annual 1 for that story, editor. And we reviewed that in issue 5. Nope. In episode 5. So feel free if you jump on with this episode to check out the previous one. That would be very nice. Uh, and Storm says, you don't need to worry about my side of the aisle being sparse. The X-Men have been my family for some time now. He's like, of course they are. But as we start a new family there, we need all the branches represented. The mutant, the Wakandan, the Kenyan, the American. Every ceremony and opportunity for start statecraft, T'Challa. Welcome to your new life. And Storm goes on about how she's tried looking for them once before. The apartment where they lived was in Harlem was a crack house. And he assures her that the resources of Wakanda security team would yield better results. And she's like, it's a lot to prepare for marriage and meet both your family and my own all at the same time. He says, there is no preparing for marriage. We either want to be together or not. And she's like, of course, darling, of course. As for your family, we need to find them as soon as possible. I'm sure we're not the only ones looking for them. And then there's an ad here for June 2006. Neil Gaiman, John Romita Jr., Eternals. Which I can't imagine they reprinted once Sandman came to Netflix as well as that movie came out. Which I say that like the movie and Sandman, the TV show, came out in the same month. But I'm pretty sure Eternals was like, what, two years ago maybe? And then we cut to New Jersey. And there's a grandfather and a grandson. And they're about to watch 24. And there's a someone rings the doorbell, and the kid recognizes Hydra part because he's been reading his official handbook. No, imagine you just you're, you're taught Hydra, right? And there's a uh, seven of them, and so the grandfather pushes the boy into the closet, grabs him uh, a gun, and the grandmother's like, "Did he say Hydra?" And so they're getting ready to pre- um. Oh, oh, and the grandfather's unlocking. Um, unlocking a safe, which I sort of love the idea, like, yeah, he's clearly going for a gun, but look, everyone, he locked it up. Well, you know, responsible gun ownership. And he, But he's having a hard time remembering what his grandson's birthday is, which is cute. And Hydra's, you know, tired of waiting, so it's like, smash, I've had it with this candy gram crap. Hail Hydra. And then the grandfather says, wrong house, and shoots, um, and just assume he killed the first guy who then falls back on the door. So that door is clearly off the hinges now. And one of the other Hydra agents, probably not Bob, like comes in next, smashing through a side door. And the grandmother bohings 
um, a frying pan to his face. So he doesn't say cling. And uh, she's like, amateurs, we've been whooping butt since before you were born. I was trained in self-defense by the fruits of Islam, fool. And the hydra agent is like, oh, my face. And she like, wields her frying pan way over her head and is just boiding again. Which I feel like it would be more of a harder sound, right? Like, that sounds more friendly and inviting. And the grandfather is replacing the bullets. And we're pretty much just down to one hydra agent who's trying to escape. And we find Black, um, Black Panther has him holding like him up one arm style. And the Hydra agent's feet's in the air, so T'Challa is very strong. He's like, I know you don't know anything. Just tell me the contract information for your superior. He's like, just kill me. I don't care. There are techniques far worse than death. And the grandfather's like, put all the good food, good silverware. We got company. And this is Mr. and Mrs. Monroe, which is like, seriously, they have the same last name? Like, I feel like Storm did not try that hard to just be like, I mean, how many Monroes can there be in the, the West, like, you know, upstate New York? And, of course, they recognize him. And they bow to him. He's like, please, you embarrass me. It is I who need to bow before you. But he doesn't. Because of you, I have happiness. Because of you, I have a world. And the grandmother's like, a world? Is she here? And he points to the sky and Storm's coming down. Like gliding down. I don't know why she wasn't already there. I guess for the entrance. Storm does like an entrance. So I don't see any more. Oh, oh, she was doing a patrol. And uh, agents, T'Challa, I, is that them? And once again, Storm's wearing her classic all black outfit with the gold uh, cape and white belt and black headdress. It's pretty much my ideal Storm. And she's hugging her grandparents and ugh, their grandchildren, their grandchild will be her nephew. Yeah. So 10 minutes later. And so I guess they've gotten all the pleasantries out and now they're just talking. We were told you died of your mother and father, but we suspected. And the grandfather's like hoped. And she's like, yeah, you might still be alive. We never... Whenever we saw the X-Men on TV, we always remarked that Storm looked like our granddaughter, all grown up. But we had no idea of knowing for sure. And she gives Storm a big old hug. And Chichala's like, well, I can certainly see where Aurora gets her warrior spirit from. You all seem surprisingly prepared for such an attack. And so they've been part of radical left organizations since the 60s after Malcolm, Martin, and Kennedy were shot. Which is odd they don't say Kennedy's were shot, but uh but you know, they say what they want to say. And so they thought they they figured the country was getting worse before it got better, so they went off the grid. Which might also explain why Storm didn't find them, but I feel like Beast or Forge would have made a pretty cool computer. But I guess, you know, if you checked in ninety two, why would you check again in two thousand six? Like you know, like everyone's 16 years older. Oof, that's not good math there. 2006, 92, 14 years later? Nailed it. Um, so the grandfather's like, and we've been armed and ready for J. Edgar to knock on our door for a while. 
The storm's like, but I don't get why Hydro... Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. The grandmother's like, I don't get why Hydro is looking for them. And Chichala's like, well, the storm's higher profile because of the wedding. They probably plan to kidnap you. Maybe even replace you as a way to manipulate me. And they're like, well, how would they know? And they're like, because they're Hydra. And Storm's quick to be like, are there other relatives for us to protect? And your grandma was like, well, there's David's sister. Your aunt got hooked on that stuff and died of AIDS. So it's just us and our grandson, little David. So it's Storm's aunt's son. Oh, no. I mean, the grandmother literally said, I don't know why I had to make a big family tree deal of it. So there's more hugs. Um, Chichala's asking the grand, the nephew, if he's ever been to Africa, and little David's like, are you kidding? I've never been outside of the tri-state area. And I'll go anywhere she will go, looking straight at Storm, and the grandmother's like, David, that's your aunt, and he's like, whatever, where it's like, whoo boy, whatever. And he looks like a teenager, so hopefully he hasn't, you know, thought too much of Storm. Previously, now my phone's doing something weird. Where I'm like, "Uh oh, have, has this not been recording?" No, no, we're recording. We're we're good, everyone. We're good. Classic podcast moment of like, you hit record right. Um, which hopefully never happens to me because I don't know if I have the enthusiasm to do something twice. But if it ever does, I commit I will do that episode again. Anyways, so somewhere in Africa, can you believe it? A simple extraction or two? Oh, 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 must be Hydra. And they blew it. Hydra hasn't been the same since Baron Strucker died. But it's not just them. There's a power vacuum. The Red Skull is dead. And we see Red Skull dead on the floor with maybe a couple bullet holes. Magneto is missing, rumored to be powerless. And he looks like he's in some type of abandoned factory or something. The Green Goblin's in jail. Which, like, I don't know, Red Skull, Magneto, Green Goblin, like, one of those is not the same. And so that's where I was mentioning before, like, I'm pretty sure this is pre-Secret Invasion, right? And so now every superhero, every mutant, every world leader conveniently gathered in one spot. There's no one that can take advantage of the situation and take them all out at once. But there is one. No one but us. And now the world will learn to... The fear, the fury of the man ape. And next issue is Bachelor Party. I do have next issue as well as issue 18. And my plan is to review both those issues. So um, our Black Panther week is successfully continuing. Um, the letters column is called Mail to the King. And there's letters from Bowie White from New York. Brian Woods, Willie from Collins, Mississippi, and Richard Vassar. Next issue, Storm number five, Battle of the Bull, which I'm pretty sure is an origin story for Storm. And Panther 17, Bachelor Party. And the back cover ad is for X-Men 2.5, though I don't think they called it that. I think maybe they just called it X-Men, the game, the official game. All right, everyone, that was Black Panther Volume 4, or the 2005 um, series, Issue 16. We'll count down to the wedding of the century. Thank you so much for listening. 
Um, if you'd like to follow me online, I'm on Twitter and YouTube um, as Jacko S-I-I-I. The podcast has its own Twitter, S and F W M. And you can follow the blog at Shadow and Flame with Magic.com. And I'm also on Tumblr if anyone's escaping Twitter yet. I'm pretty much committed to going there until the lights turn off. But, um, and that's where we are. I was trying to think of am I on anywhere else? But it's like, I know where that's interesting, anyways. So, thank you so much for listening to episode six. And we will see you next time if you give a. Subscribe and a five star review that really helped the blog. Nope, the podcasts um grow and become more popular, which will make me pretty happy. So, thank you again, everyone, and tell a friend. All right, everyone, bye.